Information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria. Now here's your host, Greg Dorsey. All right, here we are. It's the Almond Gunner Experience. The A. Yes, it podcast. is, brother. Another, another uh, beautiful day, man. It's a beautiful day. We're inside, but we're still making this thing happen. That's right. That's right. I like it, Coach. You've already trained how many athletes today? I've already trained thirteen athletes today, and did a lead cast um, video conference. You know. Uh, all over the nation this morning and now we're going to drop this podcast hot then i'm going to go and see if i can dig up a few more student athletes which i'm sure i can i love it i'll be riding all day brother today all day all day let's go well you know we usually like to keep it a secret but above you we've got some some letters in red and uh it's the almond gunner experience and today's word is success Right. I don't know if I'm ready for this one. Well, I mean, that's that's a a big time word, man. You know, the beautiful thing about success, though, right? We get to define the win. You get to define what it is for you. That's what makes success so beautiful. So, Coach, what do you think about the fact that we're doing this as a live stream right now? I mean, uh, this is different for us. I mean, we're, we're used to being in person. Um, there's a lot happening around the world and I'm one who says, okay, I'm not sure that I want to be so distant from everybody, but we got to learn, we got to adapt, we got to innovate. Um, I learned today, uh, you know, there's, there's IQ, EQ, and now I learned today about the AQ, learning how to adapt well. And, uh, so talk to me about, you know, just change and, and understanding, you know, how we, how we adapt to this environment. Well, I think the biggest thing is, is it's all about preparation. I mean, I think change is inevitable. And when I hear people talk about, you know, the possibility of this being the new normal, you know, I always say, well, you know, who really gets to define that normal, right? Um, I think it all stems from the individual. So the best way to deal with change and to be able to adapt and to be flexible is to be prepared. You know, prepare yourself to be the best version of yourself every day. You know, I, I kind of like, uh, you know, one time my, my grandfather said to me, he says, oh, man, you know what you do when you start attacking? I said, no, sir. He says, nothing. You keep attacking. So I, I've kind of learned uh, that for me, it's best to have a good attitude, good behavior, and give 100% effort every day. So no matter what happens, that foundation, you know, part of me doesn't change. And it allows me to be flexible and allows me to be able to handle whatever come my day, you know, my way. So, you know, uh, for me, it's about control of things that you can control. Coach, we talk all the time about um, living for a couple thousand years, uh, maybe longer, right? Let's, let's yes. look at it even, maybe even looking at it uh, with an eternal mindset of, you know, we want this, you know, to the impact that we, that we have in the world to last forever. Um, as I, uh, sit outside, uh, looking at my house, uh, in front of me, I know behind me, there's some, some big oak trees, uh, that were planted a a long time ago. We talk about foundation. What does it take to be successful in the long run? 
I, I think your real success is always going to be determined by the foundation that you have laid. You know, you can't build anything substantial if you don't have the proper foundation. I mean, it's so funny how you'll see some foundations, they're so well laid that even if the building gets knocked off of it, you can rebuild on the foundation. And to me, I think those, those, those things, you know, the foundational things within us, I don't think they should change. You know, the principles, our values and, and who we are as people, you know, our level of compassion and empathy and, and all of those things for people, that should be like breathing. You know, that, that should be a part of who we are at our very core. So I think what you see, you know, when I look at this global opportunity, because it's not a global crisis, it's a global opportunity. It's an opportunity to, to grow. Uh, it's an opportunity to actually do some of the things that you said you were too busy to do. Um, but when, when I look at humanity today versus if I looked at it a month, month and a half ago, what I see is a lot more compassion, right? Um, they're, they're running all these commercials that say, you know, remember, we're all in this together. You know, what I hope and what I pray for is that we remember that. We remember that when, when, when uh, and again, it goes back to character, right? It's the things you do when no one's watching. So let's remember that when the whole world isn't watching because of a pandemic. Let's remember the love that we had for our neighbors and reconnecting with family. Um, getting back to the dinner table and actually having dinner as a family. Um, let's, let's remember those things. And if we can remember those things, then we, we win. We win. The whole world wins. So is it, is, it such a, is it such a bad thing, such a negative to actually slow down, maybe from the outside or from another's perspective, you're maybe going backwards. You're looking back and you're saying, okay, that was okay the way we did things back then, 30, 40 years ago in terms of our process and in terms of understanding what it meant to sit around the table and, and be a family and, and um, quiet down, slow down, not consume so much. Uh, is that such a bad thing? You know, I don't, I don't think so at all. You know, for me, you've heard me with my student athletes tell them all the time, I think you have to slow down to go fast. Uh, I think the thing about slowing down and being able to, to literally reboot yourself uh, in this process is a chance for you to drive the roots even deeper. I think it's a chance for you to have conversations if you know if you have kids um, that you never get to have with them because you're so busy. You know, I think it's a it's a chance to take and dig that foundation so deep. Um, just to give you an example, you know, my son is 20 years old, the youngest one, Austin. You, you know, you know your nephew Austin, and we were talking today. Um, you know, he's he's at University of Florida. And, and we talk every day and, you know, and I'm driving in and I'm, I'm telling him, look, just work with some athletes and I'm getting ready to do this, you know, this uh, leadership thing. And, and, uh, and, and then, you know, we're going to do a podcast. And so he was talking about work. He works for UPS. And I said, hey, well, that's good. I said, well, you know, man, when, when I was your age, you know, at 20, that's when I got my first car. You got yours at 16. And I said, and matter of fact, at 16, I used to work on the garbage truck. And he goes, huh? I go, yeah, that was my summer job. Like in my small town of Baldwin, I worked on a garbage truck and, you know, and, and for a whole, you know, nine, 10 months, man, I couldn't eat rice because it looked like it was moving, you know, after dealing with all that, that garbage. And he goes, dad, I'd never heard that story before. How could I not have never heard that story before? You see what I'm saying? 
So now he has this new, you know, when I'm telling him about hard work, now he's like, whoa, 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 dad was on a garbage truck. Um, so I really think this is an opportunity that you can really drive the roots deep. You can drive them deep. And uh, so that's why I keep saying that this is a global opportunity. This is not a global crisis. Drive the roots deep. And, and uh, I love that, Coach, because it makes me think of um, the trees, again, that are around me. I'm looking at some of them, and some of them are, are rotten. Some of them are – they've got holes that raccoons are living in. Uh, some of them from the outside look really green and healthy, uh, but we actually just had a, a tree guy come by recently – and he said he starts knocking on, you know, knocking on these trees. And oh, yeah. he's like, yeah. oh, don't you know, don't don't be surprised. This is this is not a high tech uh, process here right here. But I'm going to take this rubber mallet and I'm going to tell you which trees are dead inside and which ones are alive. And uh, he walked around and and most of them were pretty dead inside. And you wouldn't have known just by looking at the outside. Well, I mean, again, I, I think that's. You know, it's like building a house that looks very good, right? But then the inside of it is eaten up with termites. And uh, that's why I think that we have to pay attention. Um, we have to uh, make sure that we're doing our due diligence to maintain, right? Uh, the maintenance on something is is just as important as when you originally built it. I mean, that determines how long that it's going to last. So when we talk about living for 2,000 years, look, we got to maintain a presence, we got to maintain putting out information, helping people grow. Uh, we have to maintain being compassionate, uh, having empathy for people, because that's the only way that 2,000 years from now will still be relevant. That's great, Coach. Let me ask you this: So, what type of um, what what type of seeds are you planting right now uh, in the athletes you're working with, the students, the the business people, the interaction? What were some of the things that you were sharing with your audience today? The biggest thing that I was, was sharing with them was about the opportunity that we have a moment in time that we can literally focus on us. We can literally focus on being the versions of ourselves that we tell ourselves that we're too busy to be, that we can read those books to develop ourselves. We can you know, sit down and have conversations and network with people that can move us along. I mean, the biggest thing that I'm sharing now is, look, when they flip the switch to go back to go, you should be better. You should be better in every way, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. You should have grown. You should have a, a level of maturity uh, that you didn't have prior to this crisis. I think, again, this, this so-called crisis that they talk about is, is an opportunity for people to really stop and go, you know what? As my mother would say, contrary to belief, it's really not about you. Like all of this stuff can be gone today. You know, again, who would have thought, you know, five weeks ago, six weeks ago, we had tons of sports, life was rolling. And then, you know, in one fatal swoop, it's come to a stop. So my message is, what are you doing with this time? How are you developing yourself during this time? So it's almost like you're giving us permission to, you know, make ourselves the number one priority in the development of ourselves, um, you know, putting the right stuff in so that when the time comes, we can give the right stuff back out. No doubt about it. I mean, again, to be successful, look, first of all, you you got to have something to give. Like, you got to have something on the inside of you that you can develop and, and, and grow. And we all have these leadership qualities that sooner or later, they, they come to the forefront. You know, everybody has a chance to be a leader. So what I'm basically saying is, if we want this world to be better, whatever we want it to be, whatever we want our lives to be, 
it first starts with you. I mean, we, we can't really do it without you. Uh, you know, how are our families going to be better? You know, you're a big part of the family. So if you're not right, the family's not going to be right. You're a big part of your neighborhood. So if you're not right, the neighborhood's not going to be right. Um, so, you know, we have to look at this and understand as individuals, that, that I that they keep saying is not in team, well, it stands for individual effort. You have to put in individual effort to grow as tall as you can grow. So everything around you has a chance. And coach, just to just to back up a moment, um, the word success. How do you uh, how do you define that word? What's what's your almanism for that? My almanism is, you know, the beautiful thing about success, you get to decide. You get to decide. No one can tell you what success is for you. I mean, only you know what you have. Only you know what you're willing to sacrifice. Only you know what you're willing to give up. I mean, we've seen time and time again where people try to define success by money. And then those are the most miserable people in the world. They'll tell you, I'll give it all up. Um, so to me, I think success is, is what you decided to be. And, and But part of that is, is having enough courage to live it out. See, that's the big part. And that's the follow-up. You know, when you say that you want to be successful at something, remember, it's like being an athlete. No matter what sport you play, there's always going to be someone cheering for you and someone cheering against you. You're never going to play a game to where everybody wants you to win. So that's the way I look at success. You're never going to define success for yourself that everybody wants you to win that or wants you to achieve that or wants you to get that. And the key is you got to have enough courage to say, this is important to me. It goes back to it's my time. And what I give my time to, that's what I love most. I like it, Coach. And uh, I've also heard you define success as uh, being able to look in the mirror and know that you gave 110% effort or you gave your best, right? No doubt about it. Listen, the mirror doesn't lie, right? If you want to know if you're successful, hey, I'll tell you what you do at the end of the day. Look in the mirror and ask yourself this simple question. Did I do everything I could today to get me one step closer to where I say I want to be? And until you can honestly, yes, I can over and over again, you're not going to get there. And you can tell me whatever you want. But that image in the mirror, as my grandfather would say, I'll tell you what, you and the guy in the mirror, y'all go work it out and then let me know what you come up with. I mean, because that's the true test, right? Because the mirror doesn't lie. So good, Coach. And you know I like to wear things out a little bit. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run a little bit further with this, uh, with this tree analogy. Uh, one thing we always oh. talk about is uh, the best fruit is out on the it's out on the limb it's it's out on it's the, way the end of that limb yeah. right way out there yes yeah yeah so, so you know sometimes we got to be willing to put ourselves at risk we got to be willing to take chances uh you know that limb could snap at any point but exactly. if you really want something you got to work for it and you got to be willing to dream and you got to be willing to you know believe your dreams right well, yeah, because, you know, with, with, with any form of success, there's going to come some risk, you know, and you have to be able to assess the risk and, again, go back to having courage to, you know, what's important to you. I always say, uh, you know, you, you, you can get some fruit off the ground that may, may, may or not be okay, but to me, I'd rather just get it from the tree. If you're afraid of getting a rotten apple from the barrel, you just go to the tree. That's why I work with kids all the time. 
it's like, look, I'm trying to get them while they're still on the tree and we can create a foundation and mold them into what they want to be. Uh, but it, it goes back to taking risks, having courage, dreaming big, um, playing for the picture in your head and knowing that it's okay if you, you know, sometimes find yourself alone on that journey. Whew, coach, that's a, that's hashtag farm life right there. That stuff is oven mitts hot. Yes, sir. Yeah, watch your toes, I mean, man. We don't we don't know how heavy this thing is. You know, watch your toes. <laughs> I watch your toes. You know, I don't want any of that fruit off the ground because that stuff gets rotten fast. Let's go right out to oh, the yeah. limb. Every week we get to honor an athlete, a student athlete, somebody who's uh, you know made the decision that they want to lead with their life. Who's our super freak of the week this week? Hey, listen, super freak of the week. You know, favorite. One of my favorite segments uh, is Gabrielle Daly, you know, a.k.a. Redhead number two. Uh, her older sister, Angeline, plays at Auburn uh, soccer, and uh, Gabrielle plays at Notre Dame. And, you know, her senior year of high school and, and even freshman year getting to Notre Dame had a lot of knee problems. Uh, and I'm telling you, she has battled and battled and battled her way back. Uh, worked with her this morning. And uh, I'm telling you, man, she she she's lights out, putting in work. Uh, she's she's giving her big sister a run for the money, you know. She she's pushing her big sister, and but Gabby's just amazing. Uh, great student, um, just putting in work, not afraid of it. Uh, so the little redhead, she's she's our super freak of the week, and uh, and I'm expecting big things, you know, from her. I mean, you know, Notre Dame really they got they got a steal when they got Gabby, uh, because she's gonna she's gonna. You know, we talk about all the time, right, having a good attitude and, and, and making good decisions and then giving effort. Well, th that's that's Gabby. That's, that's the little redhead. She, she she does all those things, and she does them daily. And her last name's daily. So, you know, nothing but good things uh, are going to happen for her. I hear, uh, you know, I hear what you're saying. It sounds like she's an amazing athlete, an amazing person, dedicated. A redhead that's that's playing for the Fighting Irish. So. I mean, like, well, it seems like better than that. Yeah, it's a, it's a natural fit. <laughs> a natural fit. I like it. She might need to be the face of the program moving forward. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, and coach, success. What's our challenge of the week? I think the challenge of the week this week should be that hey, let's take this moment, let's take the, this opportunity that we have, um, let's write out a few things that we said that we didn't have time to do. And, uh, and now that we have this time, let's see if we can hit some of those goals. Let's see if we can be successful at bringing one or two of those things to life or at least moving one or two things forward. Uh, because, again, we, we have an incredible opportunity right now. So let's not squander it. Let's not waste it. Um, let's put a plan in place and, and see if we can be successful. Great stuff, Coach. Do me a favor. Summarize what we've talked about today. Bring it home for us. Well, the big thing is, is, is you get to define the win and everything starts with a dream, you know, that, that you have to have and you have to see yourself being able to do it. Uh, and, and, the, and the bigger point is, is don't be afraid to be alone. Don't be afraid, you know, uh, that other people don't don't really believe in what you're doing. You have to have enough courage to do it and then surround yourself with, with, with great people because to be successful, you can't win by yourself. Uh, you're going to need to have some people. So, so learn to network with some people and, and, and ask, you know, information of people that's doing the things that you want to do. 
Um, you know, I say utilize all your resources because that's what being successful is all about. It's hot out here, coach. Let's get you out there. Let's get you running. Every Everybody uh, out there working, keeping it moving. I mean, uh, we're in different parts of the country now. We got age listeners all over the place. What's the best place for people to reach you, stay in touch? Uh, and, uh, and like uh, we always like to do is invite people to ask questions, engage. Um, talk to us about that. Hey, listen, the best way to reach out to us is you can go to our website, almondgunnerexperience.com. Uh, we are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, the Almond Gunner Experience. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, we, we encourage you guys to stay engaged with us. It only helps us to grow and, and to be better. And, and the bottom line is we want everyone to maximize their potential, uh, whatever that is, you know. Well, on behalf of Gabrielle Daly and, uh, <laughs> and 89, uh, Coach, thanks for this chance to get together. It's the Almond Gunner, uh, Almond Gunner experience. and Well, every day's game day. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>